Welcome back to Division One Rejects. We've got another great episode for you today. Trey Vavel joining us from Minnesota State, Mankato. The Mavericks picked in the top 10 for this year's AFCA preseason poll for Division Two. Excited to talk to Trey. He made the Shrine Bowl 1,000. We'll talk more with him about that later. Um, he's a defensive back for them, returns punts. He averaged like 20 yards per punt return last year. Some Damn. egregious stat. That's 20 yards per punt return is pretty crazy. That's disgusting. Yeah, dude. so he was a first-team all-region selection for as a specialist and a second-team, uh, or excuse me, all-conference and a second-team all-conference selection as a defensive back. So he does it all over there. Excited to talk to Trey. Uh, this is a, episode 120 of Division One Rejects, August 17th, as we're recording this one. And uh, I guess to start it off today, there was a Division Three quarterback named to the Manning Award preseason watch list. And if you're anything like me, you didn't know what that award was until I just said that. When we read this list and you hear the company that this man is in, you are going to be shocked because shout out to this guy. No spoilers. All right. Stick around to that part of the episode. If you're on YouTube, use the timestamps bottom of the screen. Fast forward to it. See exactly who we're talking about. If you're on Spotify, podcast, wherever you listen to this show, the timestamps are in the description. Check out all the different stuff we're going to be talking about today. Uh, that award list is crazy. We've got a Division three quarterback on there. Not only is he the only D3 quarterback, he's the only non-FPS quarterback on the freaking list. Big time props to him. We'll talk about him in a bit. But uh, Catawba and UMass Dartmouth, they got some new uniform reveals on Twitter. And um, again, if you're anything like me, it's probably two teams we haven't talked much about. Both had really good success last year. So look for them to have big years. Um, we've covered them a little bit. UMass Dartmouth made our top 10 D3 mascots list, if you remember the Corsair. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Were you here for that one? I saw the video. Okay. That was, a, that was a fun one. So he made that list. I forget his name. But um, excited to see some new uniforms, Some definitely some sweet looks out of them. And finally, Kansas. They're getting some huge facility upgrades. Feels like Kansas, not just a basketball school anymore. Yeah? Yeah, it's- the tide is changing. The tide is has changed, it feels like. They had college mm-hmm. game day there last year. They started 5-0, and and now all of a sudden, they're going to pour a couple hundred million dollars back into this <laughs> damn said, thing. He said that way too casually. A couple hundred mil. <laughs> like, that's what it feels like. <laughs> it's, they just, like it's such a weird time to drop that announcement, too, with yeah. the, the season being so close. But maybe you could argue it. There is no better time to drop an announcement like that. So we'll talk about that in the timeline on Kansas, getting some huge facility upgrades here. And, uh, you know, overall, it should be a pretty solid episode. But like I said, as always, you can watch on YouTube. Don't forget the timestamps, bottom of the screen there. Follow us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all of them. Don't forget to subscribe on the YouTube. Let's get right to that conversation with Trey. Joining the show tonight, a defensive back from Minnesota State, a man who received All-American honors in 22 and just made the Shrine 1000 list heading into the fall. He breaks up passes. He returns punts. It's Trey Vavel. What's going on, man? How are you? Good with y'all, man. I'm doing good. Just chilling right now. How you doing, bro? Good, man. A little off day for you guys today, you said. Yeah, we just had a little scrimmage yesterday. You know, fall camp, how that goes. Today is a little off day. Just chilling right now. I hear you. What's the energy like over there in Mankato? I'd imagine uh, pretty high right now. I mean, it should be. It's, it's fall camp. It's mm-hmm. the start of the season. If the energy ain't high, then, I mean, you're not ready to play, so. Yeah, I feel that, dude. If you're not, you can't get excited about it right now, then, like, good luck in week, you know, six, week seven, because that shit ain't going to get any better. So if you get excited about it right now, you have to be. Who's winning the uh, the team period sessions right now? I mean, it's, it's been going back and forth for good. Our offense. Offense is looking good. You know, we got a lot of people returning. A lot of our defense is young, but hey, man, they, these young guys are stepping up to the plate. Older guys have been dragging them along. So 
it's been good on both sides of the ball, like what I've been seeing for real. Yeah, that's what you want, though. I mean, I feel like uh, first couple of days, I think defense always adjusts first for a lot of things like that. Um, and offense might take a little bit of while to get clicking, but you have the offense like you guys have. I mean, that was what, like one of the best scoring offenses in the league last year. Uh, you're definitely not going to get their, you know, their worst every day. Like they're going to come around and, uh, you know, lick you for one, get a couple of plays down the field. Nah, for sure. Yeah, that happened the other day. Defense was at their neck, and then I was trying to tell them, like, hey, man. Today's a new day. Just be on your stuff. And they got to click in ever since then. They've been on their stuff. So happy for them, man. Sure. I love that. Yeah, and we talked about some of your returners on that side of the ball, quarterback and running back-wise, those skill positions, and obviously some of the guys up, up front. But uh, you guys start the year at number nine in the polls, for at least the coaches' polls. I think the D2 football ones come out this weekend. But, um, again, the work's just starting. I mean, you can give me all the all the coach speak you want, but fuck, dude, like, that's awesome. Like, number nine in the country, even though we haven't stepped on a field, like, that's got to feel pretty good. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, just looking at it and seeing them get the recognition, it means a lot. I mean, hey, but like last season we went into the season, we weren't even like ranked. Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Like at the end of the season, we came out, and I guess they said, I think we finished fourth. I don't really remember what we finished. But at the beginning of the season, it doesn't really matter. But it's just cool just to know that people recognize us and see what we're doing, you know? Hell yeah. It doesn't matter. You're right, because look what you guys did week one last year right, in that game against Bemidji. And we'll talk about a little bit about that later. But you come out and make a statement like that, and all of a sudden, like, people were having to put you on their damn list because they couldn't afford not to. Like, y'all didn't give them a choice. Uh, but let's talk about your defense. You lose some key contributors at linebacker. Trent Carpenter, uh, Elijah McGee, obviously, went to the Roughnecks. Uh, Peyton Conrad, I believe, is on his way out, too, in the secondary. And then... You know, you do bring some guys back, even though you said you got a lot of young guys over there. You bring back guys like yourself, Jacob Dalton at the linebacker position. I'm assuming, you know, you two are going to be pretty instrumental parts of that unit. Oh, uh, yeah, that's that's my dog right there, man. My boy Dalton, Mr. Dalton. Okay. That boy, he did truth for sure, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, like a lot of dudes have left, the older guys. But, I mean, like I said earlier, they, they, these young guys, man, our coaches do a really good job of recruiting young guys, like really good talent. And it's up to the older guys that we do have to bring them along. And I feel like this camp, we've been we've been doing that. So I truly believe in these young guys. And I for sure know that they're going to ball out because we going to us older guys going to make sure they know what they're doing. And if they know what they're doing and then after that, it's just physical abilities at that point. Yeah. You know? Yeah, 100 percent. And there's culture like there's obviously culture there. You don't you know, become one of the most dominant football programs the last decade or two decades without a very strong culture. So that's something that you get those young guys, you get those transfers in there, and they're immediately, like, get with it or get out. Like, it's, I mean, maybe a little bit different over there. But, I mean, you're a guy that transferred in there after your freshman year. How much are they getting into the transfer portal this year, or is it mostly trying to cultivate some of that high school talent, maybe a little bit of both? Uh, it's been a little bit of both for real. You know, we got some guys that came in, receiver. We had some DBs coming, you know, everywhere for real. Good. They do a good job in the portal, and we got a bunch of young guys that are coming in, like freshmen. Like yesterday, we had a scrimmage, man. Some young guys, I'm trying to look. Them young guys are like that, man. It's going <laughs> to be scary for people in about three years, bro. I'm <laughs> it's going to like get that. real bad. I yeah. like that. Yeah, and at this point, too, where the transfer portal is and just the volume of athletes and dudes that are in it, like, yeah, I understand schools want to 
cultivate their guys out of high school and get the guys in there right away and develop them for three or four years. But at this point, if you're not getting at least some guys out of the portal, like you don't want to get better. Like you don't want to improve your team because there is just so much talent out there. Um, And that only goes to a certain extent. You can't fill up an entire roster with guys out of the portal. But um, I think at this point, right, like there is just so many dudes out there that can play ball that if you're not at least getting into that a little bit and trying to supplement your team, like what are you doing? No, yeah. Just like losing like some seniors, you know, you got to make sure you can have, even if you have some positions, like as a football team, you might have like dudes that are younger in the system. Yep. And you, you was a senior out of that group. It's like, what can you do? Yes, the young guys are going to know the culture because they've been there. But you got, when it comes to football in college level and they get to a higher level. Oh, yeah. It's about that experience. So, yeah, that portal does help a lot. Just help bringing in this, a few guys here and there can do a, a really good work for your team. Yeah. I mean, some dudes just aren't physically ready. Like, that's just the nature of our yeah. sport. I was, uh, I was filming our, our men's soccer team the other day, and we're talking about how dudes are like, we got a bunch of dudes from uh, Europe and like international dudes that play on our team up here at Northern. And um, I was talking to some of them, like they're getting shoe deals and all this stuff when they're like 15 years old over there overseas. And like soccer is just a different breed. And that like when you're in middle school or going into high school, like people know if you're good or not, like you can already tell. And like with football, I just feel like there's so much maturing physically that happens that you get dudes on campus and still they might need a couple of years to fully develop the strength uh, and conditioning programs at, at the school. That's why they're so important. But um, to say, uh, to stay on your defense, you guys lose your defensive coordinator, coach Glagowski and takes the head job at Sioux falls, which of course you guys open with this year, which is going to be a fun one. I'm sure you got the smile there, but I mean, when he's on staff, you guys were 64 and 14. Like that is a number that's absurd. Like that is freaking crazy. Um, how has it been without him at the helm, Coach Taylor taking over, and obviously looking forward to that week one matchup, man? Man, uh, Coach Glow, I he recruited me at a high school to okay. go here. So I've had a relationship with him since I was since I was a young one, man. But uh, as a as a human being, I mean, I got to give my hats off respect to him. That's he's for sure a good human man, good good family man for real. So That's all awesome. hats off. My flowers and hands for show, but I mean this is a business. So I mean, we all you already know. We, you know how it is with football. We we have we we for sure gonna be happy to play him. It's gonna be good to play him and yeah. see all his little players he got and stuff. So it's gonna be a fun little time for show. But yeah, Coach Taylor, man, he's been doing a great job. It kind of kind of struck us different when he got the job as a D corner because like he was his first year lashing a program. Yeah, so we didn't really know. Us players, we didn't know how things would be and like how things would be ran. And he's been taking it and run running with it for real. Like he's been doing a great job. And us older guys, we've been making sure like these younger guys, of course, are along. But just him himself, I gotta get my flowers to him too. Just him being at this program for a year and then being the D coordinator, that that just speaks a lot. So yeah, he's been doing a great job. So yeah. That is pretty crazy. And I guess, um, you know, looking from an outsider's perspective, I see that they hired internally, technically, right, to fill that position. So you think, oh, that's a guy that's probably been around there for a while, but only one year with you guys prior to being named the D.C., huh? Yeah, yeah. He came in. He was with the D-lineman last year. Gotcha. And then, yeah, I got all the job. Coach Glow had left, and then we were just waiting to see who it was, and it was him. But, yeah, it was for sure eye-opening because we didn't, like I said, we didn't know what was going to happen. 
but now nah, he's been doing a great job though. So good. Yeah. Now, where do you feel that side of the ball defensively that you guys need to maybe make some strides this year, step up certain areas of game, or where do you think that you've already started to? I mean, we're already into fall camp. Like, where do you think you've started to improve on on some of those areas where you might uh, get the edge in some other teams this year? Um, I would just say mental, the mental game as a as a defense as a whole. Yeah. Because I mean, mentally, you know, the defense you can play fast. So we, if all of us. Us older guys, we know the playbook, of course. We got transfers coming in, younger guys. So making sure they know, like, what's going on is going to be crucial. And then just us, one thing that we've done really good is just building that chemistry between everybody. Because you're not going to want to go out and play your hardest for a dude that you don't really respect or you don't know. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah, you're going to go out and do what you can for yourself. But if you're playing with a bunch of dudes you really care for, and you laugh with, you got a connection with, it, it is different. So not for sure that that's one thing that we've really done well through this camp is just everyone just being one, one heartbeat, you know, just clicking. I love that, dude. I was, uh, you know, I do my research on all the guys before they get on here. Your first college play, that return, now that was over at Missouri Western, right? But that was, man, I'm watching that just imagining, like, obviously you get all the nerves of, like, regular stuff before a football game but especially being the first one catch that ball and just rip it up the middle like yeah after that isn't it just chasing that feeling like i mean to me that that's just all it is man i i ain't gonna lie that was my first very play of college man i was so scared bro <laughs> i love I'm, it that's what, that's real though i'm out here playing against these grown men yes. like dudes i got dudes on my team they're like 24 i'm like 18 i'm like <laughs> bro this is crazy. And then we look, it was our rival too. So it was like a rival game, our very first game, yeah. game rival. Our size foot up, their size foot up. Everyone's going crazy. And then I just, that hole was open. And I was like, let me hit it. And I got tackled. I looked up. I'm like, oh, this is crazy. After that, <laughs> I'm just like, this was a college going to be like that. I, I got to turn up now. That's dope. Yeah. I love that, dude. And you're right. Like, especially first snap, dude, you're like, you just got to get, I think everyone talks about like getting the first hit out of the way, like as a running back, like, let me just give me inside zone. Like, give me that for the first play of the game. Let me get knocked on my ass once. And then I'm straight. Like, give me the rest of the game. Now I get a groove, whatever. But the first, like, you need to get that first one out of your system. Like a quarterback, like, you know, you might start with a little slant or a little like quick screen, whatever it is, some type of quick game just to get dudes feeling comfortable. But that cracks me up. I was watching that clip, dude. I could just feel it, like just watching it. That was so sweet. But um, you kind of touched on it, like opening with a conference opponent, which is something that's really interesting about uh, your guys' conference because you have so many squads, you jump right into conference play. And they're not cupcake openers, right? We talked about you guys are going uh, to Sioux Falls, and then you come back home for Wayne State. You guys split with them last year, got revenge in the playoffs. But those two are going to be fun, a fun first two weeks for you. Obviously a great test for the guys, huh? Hey, man. It's gonna, yeah, it's going to be fun for sure. But, hey, we respect, we, get, we respect all our opponents at the end of the day. But we can't we, – we don't fear nobody. You can put Bama out there. It don't matter. We – we gonna come at your neck for real. So it's kill or be killed, man. Like with this, you know how football is. It's a dangerous sport. It, a lot of people put a lot into this game, and a lot of people don't see how much people put in. So much respect to them guys. But at the end of the day, if you're in front of us, no matter who you are, we we gonna come come at you different for real. So yeah, respect all, fear none, dude. That's it. Yeah, that's how you gotta sure. play. Because the I second agree. you don't respect someone, you can get your ass kicked. And the second you fear yeah. someone. Same shit. 
There's, you know, I mean, it's, it's the same. It's the same yeah. thing. So, uh, you know, no different from last year, though. You guys aren't uh, unfamiliar with a tough opener. Talk about that Bemidji game last year, dude. And now we didn't know, you know, we as in like media people, I guess, didn't know that Bemidji would end up going on the run that they did on putting together that type of year. But when you look back on it, you guys got that quality win over them in that first week. That had to have been just something. It was my first year in this conference last year. So coming in here, I'm hearing like, oh, we got Bemidji this week. Oh, we got we got Duluth next week. We got so-and-so next week. I'm yep. just like, bro, I don't even know how to pronounce these schools' name, bro. I'm just here. I'm here. <laughs> I'm just out here balling, man. I don't even know how to pronounce their name. So, uh, I mean, I, I understand a lot of people out here. Like, now I, I know the feeling of, oh, yeah, we got Bemidji this week. We got Duluth. I know how it is now, the chemistry between other teams that we play. Yep. And, like, the rivalries we got. But last year, it was just like, oh, I got – who, whoever, oh, yeah, we finna get out their neck. So when we won, I know the fans and the coaches and all that, it might have hit different for them, but at the end of the day, it was just another win for me, for just real. Lie, I just yeah. out here trying to get it, get it with my guys, for real. Oh, yeah. And that wasn't the only, you know, top 25 team you guys beat last year. Four of them, which is, again, yeah. ridiculous. That goes to the strength of your conference, first of all, because um, there's just a lot of depth in that conference. It feels like uh, it's kind of funny from a different perspective, though, because I was going to say it had to have felt like every week almost, just about every other week, someone's got a number in front of their name and it's feeling like the damn near the Super Bowl. But for you, coming in as an outsider, like, these teams don't mean anything to me. Just line up, like, let's strap it up and go. Like, it, doesn't, it ain't nothing different. It's just another day at the office, man. Like I say, <laughs> my homie, like my homie told me when I was a freshman, man, it's, it's another day at the office. Just strap it up, whoever in front of you, it don't matter who it is. And I felt like it helped. Me play even better too, just not knowing who they were, you know, just not not knowing the ranks and all that. Like, oh, I yeah. just try to stay from stuff like that because it don't really mean nothing. But not, nah, yeah, it do hit different for a lot of people that like really are being a map since it was little or like really been in the program for a while. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. Nah. We used to say like nameless, faceless opponent, right? So like when you're doing yeah. prep and you're scouting, like we only go by numbers, like. We don't even call dudes by their name. We don't even want to give them that much. Like, yeah, obviously, like you said, got to respect them. So you do your prep work. You understand what's going on. But, like, at the end of the day, like, you ain't giving anybody their props until, you know what I mean, after the fact. So you can't you can't even act like that. But last year, you guys make it second round of the playoffs. And even in the loss to Mines, you show a lot, especially offensively, but just in general. You show a lot of really good things in that game. Super close contest. They obviously end up going to the national championship. Um, I think one of the bigger points, too, is that your quarterback put up probably his best numbers of the year against a really quality squad. So not the way you guys want to finish, but it felt like a lot of really good things to build on heading into the offseason had to feel good to have, you know, some good momentum heading into this fall. Uh, no, nah, for sure. Um, it's funny how people always say it's like good, good momentum for the next year, what's built off next year. We don't – our program, we don't see it as – it's like, okay. all right, man, we lost. We had a good year. What next? What, what's next? What we got to do next? We're going to get straight into this offseason, and we're going we gonna to get at it. We're going to – it's a new year, new people, so we can't really build off of something that we don't have no more. That's yeah, right. we're a good program. Yeah, we, we've, we have all the conference titles and all that from years past, but every year is new, so we just got to – Make sure we build our make our own momentum, and that starts in January, right when uh winter workout starts. So yeah, nah, we building that momentum from then. We didn't really build it from off last season, but nah, yeah, Hayden, man, much respect to that guy. 
I love going against him at practice. He's a great quarterback. I ask him every day, you gonna throw me a pick? I'd be I'd be wanting them but from him. It means a lot to get one from him. People don't yeah. really understand. Like, but no, nah, I think I probably got like one or two picks from him since I've even been here at practice. He, okay. He's a great guy, man. A great quarterback for sure. Clean slate for you guys in twenty three then. And you're right. I mean, you know, it's all about who gets hot at the right time. And I think you see it in the NFL super often too, because they play there's freaking seventeen weeks to the season. The thing is so damn long. So if you get a team getting hot just at the right time before they hit the playoffs or whatever, now a little bit different at our level, but this, you know, the, it still stays the same, right? You get hot at the right time and you start clicking and watch out, especially with a team like you guys, where I feel like both sides of the ball really uh, complement each other, man. But I'm uh, I'm excited to see what you guys got going on this year. You're still going to be returning punts and uh, part of that special teams unit for sure, right? Oh yeah, got to. Got to, yeah. I know yeah, we, we talked about you on the on the pile a little while back, and uh, my brother was sitting over in the chair, and he I said like twenty yards per return. You should have seen his eyebrows, but like what? Uh, he said twenty. Yeah, I, I don't even know what stats I had last year, man. I'm not even gonna lie. Just you saying that I, that's the first time I even heard that. So I love it. No, hey, I shouldn't have yeah. said shit. Then I should have just kept it quiet. Nah, I <laughs> I'm playing, but hey, Trey, I appreciate you, dude. I'm excited to uh, to follow you guys this year, man. You got a couple fans in us over here, so uh, excited to see that opener. And then, obviously, moving down the stretch, we got a couple. We've got Duluth actually in our opener, and then uh, we close out with Northern State. So we'll have a couple Northern Sun crossovers over here. All right, bet that sounds good, big time. Yeah, but thank you, brother. That's all I got for you tonight. Yeah, appreciate you having me on, man. Of course, good night. Appreciate Trey coming on. Had a blast uh, talking to him over there. Excited to see what the Mavs do um, those first couple weeks, man. So you were in here for that conversation. But basically, their old defensive coordinator took the head job at Sioux Falls in that conference, the NSIC. They've got him week one. Ooh. And it's going to – I think that's just a really cool, like, storyline. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's cool. um, The D coordinator there, Glogowski was his name. He was like – I said the stat in the interview. I recorded that separately. Obviously, I'm wearing a different shirt, so whatever. But um, – <laughs> His dude, his record while he was a the coach there was like sixty three and fourteen. Damn, <laughs> the, that the crazy. Um, so I'm excited to see. I'm really excited to see though what they end up doing this year. That conference is freaking stacked. You got Bemidji, you got Mankato, you got teams like Duluth, Northern State, Wayne, uh, Wayne State, excuse me, Sioux Falls, Augustana, Winona. I mean, it's they definitely make the argument to be on the you know top of the list there, but. Let's talk about the Manning Award watch list. This is an award we'll read a little bit more about in just a second as I pull up the article. But when I do start to read this list, you understand the company that this particular man is in is extremely impressive. And by he, I mean this guy, Liam Thompson from Wabash Football. He's one of 33 quarterbacks named to the Manning Award watch list. The list includes 33 of the top quarterbacks in the nation, in the nation, heading into the 2023 season. And Gavin not only is this guy the only Division Three quarterback on the list, he's the only non-FBS quarterback on the list, borderline the only non-Power 5 quarterback on the list. There are There's household names riddled throughout this entire award. And just talking about more of it, it's presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl. It's announced in the, pre- the preseason watch list just came out. Um, looking at, like it says, the top quarterbacks in the nation, the winner will be selected by a voting panel, which includes national media and each of the Mannings, hence... I guess the namesake. So yeah. who are all of the, yeah, Peyton, Eli, Archie. Mm-hmm. They definitely don't let, what's his name in on this yet? Cause he's playing at Texas. Oh, uh, you know what I mean? That'd be yeah. some shit. If he like voted for himself. <laughs> yeah. Well guys, no, <laughs> I'll throw my name in the ring. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, 
This was made by the Sugar Bowl in order to uh, honor the college football accomplishments of Archie Payton and Eli Manning, and it is the only quarterback award that includes the candidates' both performances in its voting. So what you do during the regular season and then in your post, you know, your postseason play, which is kind of interesting. So mm-hmm. let's just look at this list. Just uh, some of the names um, on here, some of the names you'll probably know. Jalen Daniels, Kansas. Jaden Daniels from LSU. We got Quinn Ewers. We've got Dylan Gabriel. Um, Drake May from North Carolina. Grayson McCall, Coastal Carolina. J.J. McCarthy, Bo Nix, Michael Penix Jr. You've got Spencer Rattler, Austin Reed, Cameron Rising, Will Rogers. Uh, let's see. Talia Tugavailoa, Jordan Travis, Cameron Ward, Caleb Williams. I mean, Dude, power names. And then... Also on this list, Liam Thompson from Wabash, the Division Three quarterback. He has had quite the career over at Wabash. And, I mean, talk about, dude, like, what does that mean for this kid to be on this list with just the rest of these names? Yeah, I think it's just often, it's incredible. How often does that happen? That's a great question. Like, I have to feel like that's not very often. No. I don't know, man. Um, looking at his stats from last year here, let's see. He threw... Uh, let's see, he had 251 completions on 349 attempts and with a ratio of 34 touchdowns to seven interceptions, dude. Takes care of the rock. He threw for 3,588 yards. Oh, my God. With a long of 80. So he's got some long ball capabilities. He's averaging 360 yards passing <laughs> per game dude. with another 35 on the ground. So the kid's averaging over 400 yards of offense by himself per contest. That's how you make a fucking list. Like That's this. how you make a list, dude. That's heinous. That's <laughs> Holy ridiculous. Shit. That's a team. Dude, that's a team stat. Um, obviously, quarterback, the offense runs through the quarterback in any system, but Still, what? Those numbers are absurd. No and I will not lie, you probably can tell by my reaction. That's the first time I've actually looked at the numbers. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> so the average slash P stat on there is average per play, I'm assuming. I think so. Probably. 14.3 last year. That, talk about heinous. 14 <laughs> yards a pop? First oh down my. after first down, baby. Dude. Move the chains? Move the chains. Every single time, bro. Oh, my goodness. That is incredible. But looking at um, Wabash's schedule, they do have week two an interesting matchup against Butler University, which is Division One, but they're part of that Pioneer Conference, so they're a non-scholarship Division One. Mm. Much closer to like an NAIA oh, okay. level of ball. Still a quality opponent, though. Like, not don't want to take any, anything away from those guys in, in that league. Um, let me look at last year, though, and we can talk. I mean, you know they had a good year last year when you put up numbers like that. They were 7-3. and three. Their, One of their losses comes week two to North Central, who ends up winning the whole damn thing. Mm. Another one coming to Denison, a three-point loss in league play, the NCAC. And uh, Denison had put together a really solid squad last year. And their third and final loss... Um, was against DePaul. So, three quality losses. You know, probably doesn't seem like that to them, hey? Losses are losses. But for this guy right here, man, shout out to Liam, dude. I mean, that is such a sweet honor to be a part of that. Now, this is the preseason awards list, and I guess some other things to note um, are that transfers and newcomers to school are not eligible to be on this preseason award watch watch list, excuse me, but I guess they can add them as the season goes on, like, to the list, and then... What do you think? Like, then there's just like a list. There's a pool at the end of the season that they just go through and vote on all of them. I mean, I, yeah, I guess that seems like the most obvious piece. Um, but just, I mean, just really a sweet, really a sweet thing. Uh, 16 of the Manning Award men. That's what it says 
here, uh, threw for over 3,000 yards in their winning campaign, including 4,000-yard seasons from Bennett, Burrow, Griffin III, Jones, Marcus Mariota, Mayfield, Murray, Ryan, Watson twice, Winston, and Bryce Young. Holy shit. (laughs) On the other hand, Manziel, Murray, Newton, Watson, and Vince Young were all 1,000-yard rushers during their Manning years. Rushing for 1,000 yards at quarterback is absurd. We've seen not many people do that. Again, I think when you just start to throw more and more of those names out there, that like the fact that you only need a last name on this list to know who we're talking about, Mm -hmm. doesn't that tell you all you need to know about this stuff? To be on that list is crazy. (laughs) Could you imagine if you woke up and you're like, Holy shit, I saw Vince Young win this fucking award like back when I was a kid and now and now I'm on this. Yeah. With Caleb Williams. That's that's pretty dope. Dude. So sick. Yeah, and and taking apart the bowl games as, you know, taking that in as part of the consideration for the award is definitely unique. Uh 16 of the 19 award winners won their bowl games during the season that they won the honor. And then 14 of the honorees led their teams to the CFP semifinals or a BCS championship. So bowl games, obviously, including now, that would be like the playoffs. Like if you did make it to, there's still technically bowls, but you know what I mean. Like if mm-hmm. you went to the playoffs. Yeah. Incredible stuff. Seriously incredible. Shout out to Liam. Um, looking forward to see what him and uh, Wabash does this year. That's going to be an exciting team to watch, dude. Let's talk. We want to stay. Let's stay D3 realm. Let's talk some uniforms, though. Uniform talk today is going to be elite. UMass Dartmouth. These uh, uniforms, they just dropped the Corsairs. They made our top 10 Division Three mascots list. Definitely go and check that out on YouTube if you can. That list is awesome. These uniforms, though, Gav, close second. Close second. Oh, wow. Check these out. Let me see this. I like those, like, a lot. I like the colors. You know, different. I think it's the blue, right? That yeah. blue is different. You don't see that very often. No, this is a, it's a logo. Is that like a pirate? It's, yeah, they're the Corsairs. It's a Corsair. Like a pirate. Oh, yeah, but... It's a fancy... It's like a, it's like it's a like fancy a, name. It's like a Corsair. Yeah, these it's are like sick a with the yellow pirate. gloves. Yes. Come on now. Yeah. Eey. Yeah, but I think that I think that blue is like... The it makes it unique. Lot. It makes it super unique. And I, I feel like you don't see a lot of that, like the dark blue on with the with that light, like the accents are really clean. Yeah, if you get rid of the blue, it's more like West Virginia. But once you add that blue in... No, you're right. Actually, that if you did, if I like photoshopped those blue, that blue out right there, it, it would look, be borderline. Looks like the Mountaineers, but yeah. this I like this. Look at the reaction from College Football Network in the, in the bottom right, <laughs> with the two little with it, the mask. That's a uh, what movie is that, dude? I forget. I'm blanking. I think that's the mask. Wait, that, yeah. yeah, yes, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. That's comedy, <laughs> dude, with the with the googly eyes. But no, those uniforms. Uniforms are sick. Are hashtag so hashtag win the rep is such a cool like every team has their own kind of thing. Like win the rep a is a, win the rep is a don't one. They were nine and two last year. The Corsairs mm. were. Um, so these uniforms, obviously, they're backing it up with some solid game. Looking at their 2023 schedule, they open against Nichols College September 1st, which is coming really close. As far as some bigger games on their schedule this year, uh, Framingham State Week Three is going to be a big one for them. That is uh, at Framingham's place too. It's the start of league play for them. The MS the MASCAC, the MASCAC, I guess. Um, and then looking forward, I'm not familiar with most of the other squads in their league, to be honest, but I do know Framingham. That's going to be a big one September 16th uh, for the Corsair. So I just want to check. I mean, dude, those uniforms. Those are tough. Yeah. You say West Virginia, though, and that makes that makes a ton of sense. You know, like very mountaineer. Do they have a full body shot of it? I wonder what the pants look like. If they, that's a great question. If they have the same strength, that'd be so sick. Yeah, that's a good question. Let me uh, see if I can't. Um, 
I can't find one. But I this was the only actual reveal that I saw anywhere online. Um, but if I can do a little, you know, sometimes you do a little snooping and you find stuff out. <laughs> You'd be surprised, man, how much I like. A little digging into the archives. You have to. And you, when I say snooping, it's like, it's just social media. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'd be looking at like Instagram and Twitter, like random, random stuff too. But no, that's the only, that's the only picture I can find, dude, <laughs> which is kind of wild. Um, you want to take a look at their, some of their old stuff? Their old yeah, unis? Yeah, see their old unis. Yeah, so here's a good picture from their Instagram that, um at least shows like some of their, their past uniforms and like not to rip, but like, like what, what do you notice? First of all, none of that blue, right? No, none, none of that blue is there. Didn't and that's so that, that, that one right there, that picture second from the right is very West Virginia esque. Yeah. What's on the helmet on that white one? What's going so on there? those, those are actually stickers. Like, you know how, um, oh. when dudes like, like when dudes, yeah, exactly. The Buckeyes is a great yeah. example. When they make a sag, they have a touchdown, whatever, they get those stickers. I got a better picture, actually. I think I can pull up um, for you on that. You see the ba- the baby blues in the graphic, but it's nowhere. It is. Like, it's definitely one of their brand colors, yeah. but it's not utilized. Um, what's going on with the shoulders on those white yeah. unis, too? <laughs> they remind me of the Packers throwbacks. Really? I almost like these. I don't know. What is that? Is that just I lines? can't tell. I don't know. It's some type or of like texture, the, yeah. um, Steelers ones. That, the stripes I can, across. I can, that's kind of funny. Um, here's a good one to show you, like their their helmets with those stickers on them right there. Oh, check tough. that out. I like those. Kind of dope. So is that like? I guess it's like just like a two tone version of their logo. I think right, like almost yeah. like a, like their modern take on a skull and crossbones type deal. Yeah, that looks sick. I like that. Yeah, it's like the swords, right? They're the swords mm-hmm. like crisscross behind the little logo. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Now the question is though, looking at that and then looking back at this image, I almost want to leave that helmet the way it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I like, would. Don't get me wrong. The I think that with the Buckeyes, it works so well because our helmets are so plain. Yeah. Like when you up. get those Buckeyes yeah, on there, on there, it's clean. This, this is, is like that big logo. It's gonna. Yeah. It gets busy. I think. You leave I think the stickers so. Off. Espe- especially with those stripes. Like let the stripes and let the sticker like that a big logo, the decal, do the talking. Yeah. It's kind of how I feel about it. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, love those uniforms. Yeah, I like those. And adding that blue, whoever did that, kudos to you because you just took that branding to, yeah, dude, promote his ass or, <laughs> or her. Um, but you took their whole branding to an entirely different level. But on the D2 side of things, some more sweet uniforms. Uh, Catawba. They, Catawba College, Division Two squad. Oh, they're like all new. These. Not sure if they're all brand new or not, um, but this this is from their head coach, Tyler Haynes, this tweet, and he says the new Catawba, and I wanted to just show you these two because these reds. They're tough. They're like cherry, kind of like cherry yeah. red or like candy apple red maybe. What kind of – I don't know. This is like what – I think it's like a cherry. If that was on a paint swatch, what would that be called? Uh, I don't know. Maybe just yeah. cherry. Is it basic? It looks like cherry. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm going to stick with that. But okay. that looks dope. Those are really dope. Yeah, I like that stripe. How it just kind of cuts off right here. What's our like D1 comparison, like an old Miss? Yeah. Yeah, Ole Miss. Yeah. The gray pants, I actually am a huge fan of the gray pants. Like, I feel like a lot of teams would want to go, like, navy with this, navy pants. Or even red pants. Or even red on red. Which I'm a a big fan of, same color jersey with pants. Really? I like this gray. It goes goes well with it. The gray is clean. Although I would like to see maybe a little bit more gray actually incorporated into, like, the jersey itself. Doesn't seem like there's any gray on there, but it still works. Yeah, it works. Is that the, what are the other ones up there? Oh, yes. Sorry. We got more, dude. Not just that one. They got some combos over there at uh, Catawba. Red pants right there. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. 
Yeah, that is nice. Those are Damn. nice. Bro definitely hit some curls before this little photo. <laughs> he hit a few. He did a couple he hit a reps. Few, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I like those. The those red are nice. Pants. Yeah. Now, now I almost get more of a Liberty vibe mm, than Ole yeah, Miss with yeah. this combo. That's like a Liberty vibe for sure. They're covering them all. Yeah, we hit all the bases right now. They got all the looks, man. Yeah, they do. Oh, like this is a, looks like a different squad. This looks like a different school. This looks like very minimal on the like red. A local UP squad called Escanaba. <laughs> <laughs> that was dude. Yeah, that's funny. They were trying to cover it all. <laughs> oh, They're not good. limited by their branding, dude. Here's here's the uh, good shot of the red. On, there's red on red for you. Oh, yeah, dude! I don't know if yes! I can get that. I might be able to get that picture. Um, uh, here we go. Let me get that picture a little bit bigger for you. Yes. Yeah, there we dude. go. Check that out. Man. That's hard. Love it. That's hard for sure. It's like, um, you know the Seahawks with their neon full jersey ones? <sighs> yes, so cool. dude. I, yes. Lo- I just love the full same color jersey, man. Like oh, borderline so- color rush type yeah. deal? Yeah, those are so clean right there. Yeah, that's hard. Oof. Get the... Yeah, get if we if we leave Buddy unattended, his vein might pop out of his left arm. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> oh, dude, if you take a prick and just, like, poke it, it's game over, dude. Ugh, def- <laughs> definition. Damn. The vascularity slider on this guy is just <laughs> maxed out. He went on the Madden creative player slides and just, <laughs> definition. <laughs> max. Definition slider is crazy. Max. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I like those. They're yeah. clean. Really sweet. The really sweet uniforms well from them, man. Um, another squad that's had... I believe some some pretty good success. And looking at their schedule this year for Catawba, um, their schedule has some, you know, a couple streaks in there where they've gone out of their way to schedule themselves some competition. Now, looking at uh, the month of September, nothing too wild. They do have a matchup against Mars Hill September 16th, which would be a good one. But going into October, October is like the grind time for these guys. They have... Wingate at home on the 7th. Then back-to-back, they go October 14th at Newberry and October 21st at Limestone. You're taking potentially the best three teams out of the sack, out of that conference, and playing them back-to-back-to-back weeks, two of them at their place. Um, that's just tough. That's just tough scheduling right there. Yeah, and those were those were three top 25 teams, like, preseason-wise this year, dude. That's a tough, that's a tough schedule right there. I think, I mean, as them though, you look at it probably as like an opportunity. I would assume, yeah. right? You don't look at it as a, make some noise. Yeah. So, uh, last two weeks too, and then even after that, you got Barton, and then you go at Lenore Ryan at Carson Newman to finish out the year. So, uh, some really tough conference play for them this year. I mean, that's it's what you're going to get when you're in that side of the conference because there's just so much going on. So, pretty sweet from them, man. That's our that's our uniform, our uniform talk covered for the day. Um, finally, we've got a, a chance to look at these Kansas football, the stadium renovations. There's a lot of stuff going on at Kansas, but we'll start with the stadium renovations they posted on Twitter. Uh, it says in their tweet here, the future home of Kansas football, the transformed David Booth Kansas Memorial Stadium at the KU Gateway District. Dude. These are the renders that were posted online. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to take in here. One dude. in Star Trek. Okay, yeah. look at oh, this. Dude, why was I about to say this is dystopian society as fuck? <laughs> What's going on here? We were trying to go to the future, dude. He said look, it's this Star is Trek. A, this is an NFL stadium type shit. Look at this thing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. This looks like there's going to be Hunger Games inside of this <laughs> Hunger Games. Some, like, when they're in Rome in the Coliseum. When yes. They're, like, doing, like, yes. the ho- horse stuff, dude. The horse stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. I don't know why you said it like that, but yeah, yeah. But, dude, this is. Oh my god, that's impressive. How much they got, put in this? Like three hundred mil? 
It's a great question. I'll, we can, I'll pull up the article here as we look at some more of the uh, renders. Oh, man. Oh, oh let me go back. Hold on. Let me go back. Oh, my goodness. Bro, what is this reminding? Like, it's super alien with all those things taken up. Are the lights going to go on those, by the way? Yeah, is that what they they're kind of for? Otherwise, what are we No, it has to. You know, it definitely has to be. Let me pull up that article. Goodness. Um, Dude, that's incredible. Why am I? What am I thinking of when I see all those things like that, like on the sides? There's some type of, like, alien structure that's, like, jumping I think, out to I think I know head. what you're talking about. And I can't quite place it right now. It's like, yeah. Um, the school said Tuesday that it had set an initial fundraising goal of three hundred million dollars. Fundraising. A, fundraising goal. It's just a goal, right? Three hundred million dollars <laughs> for the football changes and upgrades to Allen Fieldhouse, the historic home of the Jayhawks basketball program. Oh. So that's going to be kind of a, a little bit of this and that. Uh, the school said private funds will cover most of the project. It already has secured about $165 million in gifts and commitments. Gifts. Like it's Christmas. Dude, <laughs> you're not wrapping that amount of money, dude. Look at that. <laughs> oh, my wrapping. God. That was good. That was solid. Yeah, there's a couple more, too. What? Peep that. Why it gives, I think it's the colors. Super like Buffalo Bills vibe. I think it's the yeah, colors. Yeah, look at this thing. I think it's the colors, though. It's probably what's doing that for me, to be honest. So are they is, are they building it? Is this entirely new? Because I saw a part. Oh, I know. No, it's it's They're transformed. Renovating. renovating. What does it look like right now? That's a great question. I can I can pull that up for us. Because look at this. This is like out of Wakanda. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. <laughs> that's what it, that's what are it is. Are we sure that's that Kansas football isn't relocating to Wakanda? It's three hundred million dollars plus a generous vibranium donation yeah, this from the Wakanda. Made out of vibranium. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's exactly what it is. That's like the little architecture of like those peaks, like yeah, that. the little things. I Dude. went straight to like the Black Panther movies. Like that's exactly what I thought of. You know what it is? It's the scene where Black Panther is fighting um gosh why am i drawing a blank dude michael b jordan yeah i forgot his name killmonger killmonger yeah. yes and they got he's the, like, fighting the... on the train tracks yeah, and, they got and the there's the... yes dude that's it <laughs> that's these yeah that's literally these <laughs> so like you know the old buffalo wild wings commercial and they used to turn that the the wind on in that bitch and move yeah. the thing over <laughs> that's gonna be they're gonna be in wakanda in the control room and suri is gonna be like you know that's her name right yeah. this little sister she'll be like we need to miss the field goal left and then turn the thing on. And, and then, then it's going to go 60 miles per hour this way, dude. And the ball's just going to go <laughs> gone. Dude, thank you for that. That's exactly what I was thinking is that like this is the most Wakandan shit I've seen outside of the theater. Yeah, this is wild. <laughs> Look at this thing. There's one more too, I think. What do we got here? Cool. What's that thing behind it? Oh, my gosh. Look at the scoreboard too. Like that huge video board. Dude. God, it's beautiful. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see what it's looking like right now. I'm trying to find like I can all I see are like these updated images. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Wait, 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 wait. Wait until you see some of these. Hold on. Hold. We got, we got the goods. Quality, Yay! quality, not good. Quality, oh, not good. Don't man. know why quality is shit. But what? So there are lights on there. Confirmed. Look at that render. You might have to get out your cheaters for this one. Um, the pi We're pixel peeping on these. What going on here? But that is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's dude, incredible. Thing is fantastic. That's awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> dude, that is not a college football stadium. That no, is a spaceship, to, dude. I refuse to believe that. Come on. Oh, my goodness. Um, There's no way this is what it looks like right now, dude. No, I want to. No, no, no. I'm talking. Oh. Wait. Wait, 
this is what it looks like right now. That's Kansas football right now, and we just saw what it's going to look like, and they already have over half the funding to do it. How's that going to happen? Look at this thing. It looks nothing like that. that oh, my. What is that? Not even remotely close. Yeah, what's well, like a side-by-side, dude? Look at this. Holy shit. Oh, my. Are they, like, changing goodness. everything? They have to be doing some major, like, restructuring. The seats don't even look the same. I got another. Hold on. I got a, a little bit. I think I got a little bit of a better one. Here. Closer. We're closer on this one. Yeah. It's still not still, there. It's, not it's still even, not even remotely close. Dude. So now we understand like what $300 million is going to do potentially for this yeah. program. Wow. What the hell? And they're also, they're also fixing Allen Fieldhouse, you said? Yes, which oh. is, I guess, where basketball yeah. is. So it's like a joint thing. Huh. I, it, if we're looking at those renders right, let's say 270 mil is going to football, <laughs> 30 is going to Allen. In the renter, isn't that uh, area in the back, like, isn't there stuff there? Yes. Yeah. Dude. Right? Like, what? They're going to enter, like, what's this? it's like Minecraft. They're entering creative mode to build it. Like, how are they going to do that? How are you It's like a new stadium, this? dude. S- slash, oh, slash set man. game mode one. Isn't that what, is that what it is? Yeah, I think that's what like it, yeah that. it's like that. <laughs> yeah. This is ridiculous. Come on now. Dude, they're playing with, they're building with Monopoly money in Kansas. <laughs> Monopoly money. Uh, Dude, that is completely different right there, my yeah, friend. Yeah, so uh, more info on it. Uh, first phase will include additional renovations to Anderson f- Family Football Complex, which just re- weeks ago unveiled new locker rooms and training spaces. By Ooh. the way, we've got pictures of those, too. Ooh. Hold on, dude. I Let's got go, more. Dude. I got more. Um, we got all this stuff to look Kansas at Kansas is today. on the up, dude. Kansas is on the up. Kansas is borderline is the up right now. Look at these shots right here. Those are clean uniforms. New unis? Those are clean. It says... It's got check marks next to all these on the tweet. It says, uniforms, locker room, weight room, stadium. The oh, new era the t- of Kansas football is here. Top comment. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's crazy. Damn. Hey, put some respect on Kansas' name. They started 5-0 and last year. They returned, like, I think it's like four-fifths of the starters from last season, like almost 80%, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. of their guys that were started on both sides of the ball last year. Um, Jalen Daniels, at quarterback. That's a name we just had in the Manning Award watch yeah. list right there. He's a guy that's going to you know, put up quietly some really good numbers last year for the Jayhawks. And looking at these facilities, their recruiting is about to go through the roof. Oh, exponentially wow. up. Come on now. Look wow. at that shit. Dude. That's it, dude. That's it. <laughs> that's right there. I'd live there. I would, too. How do you turn that down as a recruit, man? Come on now. Yeah, you gotta win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You gotta yeah. win more games. Oh goodness I gracious! Look at those lockers. Those are yeah, beautiful dude. What's that when I went to floor there? Yeah, it's giving my eyes like a migraine almost a little bit. That's, yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah, I don't know how much I like that. Look at us like nitpicking the fucking yeah. millionaire like, stuff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, there's the locker room. Apparently, we've got what weight room. <sighs> What's up with the ramp? What's going on there? That's a great question. I was so about like to slide, ask you the same like, thing. There's no way that's a slide. That is carpet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually think, is that carpet or is it gray turf? Would that be ridiculous if that's gray turf? I think the stuff on the bottom is turf as well. Yeah. You can see the line. Oh, my dude. I don't think that is carpet. I think it's going turf. up it. Yeah. Push so it's like, it's got to be like a, yeah, it's, oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. <Don't> suck. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. It, I, I had the camera on me. Do the do the, what you just did again with the yeah the sleds. Think I'll stay. Every Air. every uh, strength coach in the country just had a epiphany. They're like, oh. <laughs> need one of those. No, where's the money for it? Need it now. Yes. Oh my, look at the pushing sleds too. up. That would be pretty wild. Look at that. 
weight room, man. The attention to like lighting and things in weight room now too. Like it's more, it's just like aesthetic. You know what I mean? Just there's like even like a football pleasing. field uh, lighting above the weight room over there. Right? That's so crazy. Yeah. It's so dope. <laughs> really though. And then I think they might have had one of the pictures of the stadium. Oh go. my goodness. There you go. So from what we just saw to this. Yeah, and they definitely did some work on the back end of that. You can see like how they're starting to cultivate that entire area. That must be their practice fields out next to the game field right there. Yeah, on the bottom, um, on the top left. Yeah, because you can see like the, the side closer to us over here, like there were all trees right there. So I'm assuming they're planning on clearing that out and making this a whole entire deal, which there's positives and negatives to having a stadium like this that's kind of in the middle of, like, it's nothing really else out there. Um, the negative is that there's nothing else out there. Yeah. And the positive is that there's nothing else out there. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like a... <laughs> so you have your room to, like, you know, expand and do these things, and you're not, uh, like, pigeonholed into your own little tiny space. There's room to expand your operation. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Kansas football unhinged. Yeah, what's going on? Is it in the top, in the top, like above the stadium, is that like tailgating? What is that? What's going on there? I'm thinking so, right? Yeah, like tents. It's like tents. Yeah. yeah. So like, dude, in the bottom left, they, they couldn't some. have rendered up some more tents, some more tailgaters for the Jayhawks. Yeah, it's kind of like, measly. That's like a high school, like big high school turnout. Yeah, dude, that's what. It's like 20 people there. Look at that. Yeah, come on now. We get, dude, go down to Grand Valley State. You get three times the amount of yeah. tailgaters like <laughs> at the D2 level in Allendale, but. Really cool stuff. That's so dope. Really sweet stuff. That's all, all we had for today. That was good. That was quick. But appreciate you guys listening. We've got uh, another good couple guests coming on next week. One of them will be Trey Fabricini. He is one of the new D1R athletes, running back from Denison. And uh, still working on getting the head coach from Alderson Broadus in the show. We'll see if we can't make that happen, Coach Everhart. But um, I don't want to promise too much. But more good stuff coming next week. Thank you very much for listening. Division One Rejects.